Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning as we gather here, we begin a new series called Overcome. Overcome, as we explore what it is when God comes to us, God's heart, God's love for us during those difficult times, those difficult circumstances, those challenging moments in life. We'll see that our problems are not really unique, that those who have followed God, that humanity has since the fall experienced moments of darkness, of uncertainty, of feeling overwhelmed, of feeling like they have been conquered. And yet we see that in God's love, in his grace in Jesus Christ, we overcome. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, the gift of your amazing love for us and your son, Jesus Christ. Bless us as we gather here this day, Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. So let's start with a question, and, and if you're close by, you can kind of chat briefly with the folks who are next to you. But what's an event that shapes your life story? What's an event that shapes your life story? I mean, there may be a lot of events that shape your life story. There are sometimes small events and big events and all those events in between. And as you think about some of those events that shape your life story, whether they're sad or glad, small or big, you know, they begin to say, how do they shape who we are? I'll give you an example. One of the, the events that shapes my life story, not a big event, but just those moments I remember was in high school, you know, I was in junior reserve officer training course, the JROTC. And we were in the with arms drill team. We wore our dress, blue uniforms, threw the rifles around, did all kinds of competition that way. Didn't do football or basketball, but did ROTC. Had a lot of fun. And one of the things that we would do when we would win the championship, which we did a number of times, yes, is that, you know, we would get back to our school and we would play this song to celebrate our win as the victors, as the champions. Do you know what song that was? It's a song written, it came out in 1977 in the album News of the World, written by Freddie Mercury, played by Queen, called what? We Are the Champions. Now it's stuck in your head. <laughs> we are the champions, my friends. We are the champions. We love to play that song, you know, to celebrate. We are the champions. We are victorious. It is great when you are victorious. It's kind of like in December 29, 2010, when the Memphis Grizzlies and the Sacramento Kings were going back and forth in the basketball game. And then, then the Grizzlies made that one-point score bringing the score, Grizzlies 98, Kings 97, with 1.5 seconds left in the game. And kind of just imagine that for one group of fans, they were excited, they were ready to sing out what? We are the champions! And the other group was defeated, yet maybe hoping, just hoping that just that 1.5 seconds was just enough. And well... Tariq Evans, you know, got that ball. He got to the half court. He made that shot. It's almost like that ball just kind of spun in midair. It's spinning there in midair. And in that just amazing moment, swoosh, the ball went in. The crowd goes wild. And then the final score, Kings 100. Grizzlies 98, of course. You know, when we win, when things are great, we want to sing, you know, with Freddie Mercury, we are the champions. 
What about moments that are a little more challenging, a little more uncertain? Well, that's what we find here in Romans 8. Paul speaks to us about those moments, our life story. And our life story has a, a lot of ways in our life story is weaving throughout our life. Those moments, those thoughts that we tend to take all of that and weave into who we are. For some of us, you know, we are always the victim. We are hurt. We are uncertain. We always feel overwhelmed, trotted upon. For the others of us, we are always the victor. We are always on top, at least in our heads. Ask your spouse, ask your close friends. They'll tell you that's not quite true. But at least, you know, that's the story we weave for ourselves. We are always the victor. For some of us, our story is that we'll never have enough. We're always striving to have more. Never do we feel like we are satisfied. For others of us, our story is that we'll never be good enough. We never feel like we are valued enough. We never feel like we can satisfy whoever it is we're trying to satisfy, whether it's a parent, a coach, or even God. Our story, your story, whatever that totalizing narrative is, we often spend our lives, you know, trying to live by that narrative. And my hope as we take a look here at Romans 8, that we'll see how this story that Paul writes, this story of a life that is not always easy, that is faced with challenges and uncertainties, is a story in celebrating God's love and grace. Let's go ahead and let's read together. It's printed there on your worship folder. The Romans 8, 7, if you were joining us live, it's going to be on screen for you. And let's read these words together. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You see, this is my hope. My hope is that this truth will land into your life, not just today, but every day. That God wants the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to be the totalizing narrative of your life. God wants the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to be the totalizing narrative. That means that totalizing narrative is that narrative that drives your life. That no matter the circumstances, the good news of Jesus is always there. That God's love is always there. We are more than conquerors, Paul writes. Now, when Paul writes this, you know, he is saying that, you know, as followers of Jesus, as Christians... There's no promise that life is going to be easy, that we'll always have success. You may hear that sometimes from some preachers on the TV or the radio or podcast, that, you know, if you believe enough, if you do enough good things, that you're going to always be happy and successful, that if there's hardships and difficulties and challenges, it's a sign that you have a weak faith or that you're not following God. But Paul says that's not true. Paul says, in life... Because we live in a world that's broken by sin, we're going to face challenges and uncertainties. But in all of these, we are more than conquerors. All of this, we are more than conquerors because of him who loved us. Because of God's love for us. 
So we don't want to miss the, the, where this kind of begins. At. It begins with a question. Paul writes this in Romans 8, 35. You have your Bible, you know, um, you can open there. You can look at that scripture text. 835 is where Paul says, can, you know, what can remove, what can separate us from God's love? And he goes on this whole spill of things that Dale just read for us from Romans 8. Can this, can that, can this here, can that there? Can any of that remove us from God's love? And of course, the answer is what? No, I, some of you heard that and said that. The answer is what? It's no. There's nothing that can separate us from God's love. There's nothing that can remove God's love for you. God wants the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to be the totalizing narrative of your life. So that we know and we live by this truth that God loves us. And that our circumstances, our situations, our sins, our failures, none of that can separate us from God's love in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you know, when, when he died on the cross, his friends thought it was over. He had been defeated. You know, any chance or hope of victory was gone. But God was not done. In three days, Jesus rose again. Christ is risen he is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is victorious. And in his victory is our victory over all the circumstances of life, over each and every sin, every failure that's a part of our lives. We know without a doubt, Paul says, that God loves us. We sang that confidence in our opening song, that beautiful song that is known by many, you know, by John Newton is, and says, amazing grace. You know, through many toils and dangers and snares, I've already come. But your grace, your grace, your love will lead me home. Your grace and love is my confidence. Not because it's in what I have done, but it's in what you have done for me, Jesus. The cross and the empty tomb. This is the truth that Paul speaks to us today. God wants the gospel, the good news of Jesus, to be the totalizing narrative for your life today. So here's the, the challenge for us this week. I'm going to give you a challenge, a really easy one. Is take that text of Romans 8, 31 through 39. It's what we heard this morning. Read through that every day this week. It's fairly short. It'll take you just a short time. Read through it maybe in a number of different translations. But as you read through that, especially if right now, you know, it's been a long 14 months of this whole pandemic thing and it's looking so much better, which is great. But also, too, in the midst of all that, other things have happened in our lives, uncertainties, difficulties, challenges. We have faced physical, emotional, spiritual, financial challenges. And as we read through these words of Paul, we hear God say to us, none of that, none of life's circumstances and situations, none of our sins and our failures is our defining narrative. That totalizing narrative, that defining narrative for you, for me, is Jesus. Jesus, him crucified and risen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we pray that as we reflect on these words of Paul, as, Lord, you would challenge us to read through these words this week, we would, in hearing these words, Lord, 
In reflecting on these words, we would hear you say to us again and again, there is nothing that can separate us from your love. That your love for us and Jesus is the totalizing, it is the defining narrative of our life. Not just for that someday when we are in heaven, but for that every day and that every moment of our lives. And this very moment, this very day, right now. We pray this, Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.